Hello, today we're going to be, well, first of all, hello, I'm it's, sorry, it's been a while, that's going to be part of our discussion today, is what made this a while, I guess, if that makes any sense. Um, we're going to be doing a semester, wait, pause, I'll be right back. So, okay, I'm back. We're going to be doing a semester recap and talking about stress, um, kind of the cog in the system, school, um, as well as anything else that I want to talk about. Um, but first we're just going to do semester recap. I'm first just going to go through, like, my classes and then my extracurriculars. I think I just, I hid it away. There we go. Um, and yeah, because I'm kind of, I have a lot of thoughts right now. So, this mic is a little weird because it's closer to my, it's close to my nose too. And I don't want to be, like, sniffy, because I do have a bit of a cold, so I'll try not to be too sniffy, but I apologize. Um, so let's just start with studies. Um, just overall thoughts of the class. I think I'll do for each one, like, in the semester, and then maybe some for the teacher, if I have anything that I want to say on public about that. Um, so for f semester one, social studies, it's my strength. You know, I have almost a perfect grade in the class, but um, that's not what annoys me about it. Like, I guess that that's not what I mean, it's not, just because I have a good grade in the class doesn't mean I enjoy the class, um, that's really my favorite topic, and I just feel like how it's taught is very, uh, systemic, like, it's, in, um, very, like, do this, do this, do this, one day, do this exact same three, three things with another topic the next day, so, like, we'll read an article, write a thing, have an awkward discussion where barely anyone talks, and move on to the next thing, and our tests, uh, people just cram and memorize, and then boom, all the info's out. And for me, what I remember from um, middle school is that our, and uh, part of elementary, is that our social studies units, we, like, dressed up in togas and did fake Olympics. And we built, like, city-states, and we reenacted epics of Gilgameshes and created the comics for it. And, uh, and like, in Mr. Chikonowski's, uh sixth grade social studies we like did the mayan football game or whatever it is where you die like the losing team dies we didn't actually you know of course but and then like the running the runners like with the messages around the school and i was like a relay we did these fun things and i don't see any of that in today's social studies and sure it's an honors class but it also I, I don't think it's done that much in shimmies but just in general People will be, oh, well, it's high school, you know, you have to step it up, you can't do it. But I feel like these fun activities help people retain knowledge much better than being spoken at by someone. Just being spoken at for, like, an hour. And I, I just find that for someone like me who retains this knowledge already, who already has a grasp on this and who can memorize knowledge in, uh, pretty well, uh, it works for me, but it doesn't work for many students. And I think that's that problem with social studies at CV. And I just know if I was a social studies teacher, I'd want to incorporate as many fun simulations and building models and all this stuff as I could. Um, that's why I'm glad that we did this, like, propaganda poster thing, but then I just feel like that was quickly brushed over, and, like, we didn't, you know, it's just, it's just, like, there's no creative output, and that's gonna go into my later talk about school and stress and creativity, but there's just no creative output in that class, and that's where I do get a little annoyed. Um, and I just, they've done it, Mr. Stare's been doing this, like, curriculum for many, many years, and so it's like, it's not gonna change anytime soon, so there's no point. 
Second period is my TA for Velez. Speaks for itself. It's a great class. Ms. Velez is my favorite teacher, so it's nice to be able to help with her. Um, you know, I've like a lot of thoughts about that class because you just get to observe it. But I'm, maybe I'll just save that for another episode because, like, I could do a whole episode on that class because you just I just sit and watch the freshmen. Um, so that you know that's it's a it's a relaxing class if i like want to zone out and read my phone all class no one cares but if i want if i need to get my homework done or if i want to read a book i can do that too it's like very free um because miss Velez doesn't have a bunch of stuff for me to do okay third period leadership this is probably the biggest stress giver honestly or chemistry but uh just because i'm like you know organizing events that work with other people and so it's it really gives me stress but i really enjoy the class and it's i just don't like doing like these big write-ups after we do our projects that's the one thing um because i feel that's not my strength is doing you know well i, I it's no one's strength it's like paperwork pretty much i mean like police have to write a report after anything and um teachers have to write a report after any hostile happenings and um so it's it's just a thing you have to do, but we're actually organizing the event and setting up events and doing all that is fun, and so I enjoy that. Uh, it does give me immense amount of stress sometimes, though, especially with the talent show, which I will again uh, get to later. So after that, I have Spanish, and Spanish is fine. Um, I wish we did more games. I hate the ten minutes of reading, but I found this. It's called Historia del Mundo, and it is. Um, a history book and uh, it's in Spanish and so that's been actually kind of interesting and now I can actually read for the 10 minutes without being bored because the books in there are so boring they're so boring okay but I like Miss Dickerson and I think when we do play games it's fun um I don't know how much I agree with this uh with method of learning Spanish but that's not up to me uh, what's next? I guess we have lunch next. Lunch is fine. That's where all the extracurriculars come in, um, which I'll get to after I go through my classes. So then we get back from lunch, and we head into the most dreaded class of my day, and my least favorite class, and my least favorite teacher. Um, chemistry. Chemistry is horrible. And I, I cannot stand the people who are like, oh, it's easy, it's easy. Okay, your people's minds work differently, people's strengths are different, how people learn is different. And so what I do, I have tried to make this a, a thing. It's never like calling a class easy or um you know, just blatantly, oh that's easy, like why are you you know if I do say something like that, it's more like this is this comes more easy to me, but um you know, it might not be that way for everyone, and I, so that's what I hate, there's, these whiny STEM kids are always the ones who are saying that about chemistry, and it gets on my nerves, um, so stoichiometry is what we're doing right now, and it kind of just clicked, clicked for me like a few days ago, I'm not sure how well I'll do on the test, I think I need a 47 out of the 52 to keep an A in that class, so yeah, well, you know what, I might, I'm recording this on my computer in front of me, so if you'll give me a moment to, as I digress, to look this, oh no internet, 
to um, look up my what I need on this test. Hopefully, it's in the grade book. Okay, give me a second. I'll just talk about it like as I'm going. Chemistry is, it just doesn't work for me. And I, how Mr. Baron, there's an echo now. I don't like that at all. I don't like the echo. At least there's an echo in my ear because I'm wearing heads the headset. Um, and I just, I just can't pay attention either how he teaches. It, it gets on my nerves. Um, there's some really smart kids in our class with chemistry. And so it just feels like they just do their thing. And Mr. Barron thinks that the, since they can do it, everyone else is confident with it. When that is the opposite from the truth, um, people are floundering in this class. Wait, I think I just need above a 80 to get an A in this class. Because overall, I have like a 90.04, but on unit tests, I have an 80.57, like that subject in the things, like you know how it's split up. And so considering that, I only need a bump up in that, so I, because th those are worth more than like leaky practice, than the weekly practice is weighted. I think I'll be fine. Thank God. Okay. Anyway, I hate chemistry with all my heart, and I'm glad we're getting a um, a a, re a semester restart um, to restart my grade in that class, and maybe work a little harder. Um, but you know. We say that now, and then when it comes to it. For me, I treat the semester as the new year because for me, it's like I need, I talked to Keller about this, a transition month between January. Goodness, the audio is really, really weird now. I need it. I need a trans. There we go. No, there's an echo. I need a transition month. There we go. I need a transition month between um, the two years just because I, I get so overwhelmed with all the resolutions and I'm still like doing work from the first semester. And so once this... No, the echo's worse. I'll be back. Hello, there we go. Thank God, you guys. What was I talking about? I should go back. Months. Okay, transition months. Sorry. I think I said what I wanted to say. I, I like them because it, it helps me like reset before the new year. And so I don't consider January 20th. Well, I guess I do, but I don't consider it part of like the resolutions. You know, I don't start on the, or no, that's not true. I start, <sighs> it's just a nice break. Okay. Jesus, let's get on to lit. Oh, lit, lit, lit. Lit is boring. Lit is... I don't, you guys, I don't even know. Lit circles are horrible. I hate them so much because there's these few people that talk so much and they, and so Mr. Merkel is letting me ask to be not sat with like one or two people. And so he's going to grant those wishes. Thank God. Um, but my table group this semester is really good. Or this like book, but it's going to change. And so, you know, anything it can change. Like, So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see.
Um, I think I've also noticed in Lit that I'm not enjoying the books, the book, the last book that much, and so it's kind of giving me, rub me wrong, but hopefully the next one's good. What's it called? Good Earth? Let's look it up together right now. Good Earth book. Okay. The Good Earth is a historical fiction novel. Oh, God, it looks like it's going to be... Oh, it's on Oprah's book club. Let's look at reviews, because it seems like a lot of people have read this book. Okay, 4.4 stars with 240,000 ratings and 11,000 reviews. This lady says, oh my god. No, this is bad. Celeste... Okay, this is a review from Celeste. And Celeste is a... Guy, like, she won... Um, like, she's an author. She wrote Little Fires Everywhere, Everything I Never Told... A bunch of books, and they're, like, award-winning books. She says, it's cool for me to explain how much I hate this book. Why? And even, like, harder to explain why. It's the weirdness that arises from a Westerner writing about a colonized country. How it's viewed by other people. Read the reviews and you'll see one word come up over and over again. Portraits, as one reviewer. In addition to lovely, rich writing, the novel provided much-needed Chinese history, class, and culture lessons. And then, end quote. Am I the only person whose hackles go up when someone refers to a novel like a textbook? Of course there are some historical facts in The Good Earth and in other novels, but I have a serious problem with people conflating and equating fiction and history. While there's some truth in the book's portrayal, it perpetuates a lot of stereotypes about the Chinese. Oh, gosh. Do we read Anna Karenina and feel that we know everything about Russia? Does anyone read Midnight Ch Children as a straight-up account of Indian history? Yet, for some reason, the good, the good Earth is it. The one lesson in Chinese culture and history. Okay, she does not like it. I'm a little worried. Whatever, because I really like that author. And I, she writes really well. Okay, whatever. Lit is over. I don't want to talk about it. Math. I don't want to talk about math either. It's fine. I'm doing fine. I have like a 95, and I've never done that well in math. Like, last year, I was like retaking every test, and I barely ended with an A. This year, I'm chilling. Wait, before we end our, um, just our lit, I mean, our class discussion, because I'm not finished with you guys. We still have a few more things to talk about. I just want to test my math grade. See what I can get on the test tomorrow. Gosh, there's three tests tomorrow. That's going to go into my stress talk. Harm, harmfulness of school and homework sometimes. Quiz 50. Goodness, it's a 50-point quiz. What if I got a zero? Oh. Okay, don't want a zero. What if I got a 10? Mm, can't have an A with a 10. 50. Um, sorry, you guys, bear with me. Someone home? Otis, stop barking. Stop it. Okay, I can get a 20 out of 50, a 40% on this test, and still pass the class with an A.
No more stress about that. That is on the back burner. Chemistry is on the front. Chemistry is what matters. Okay. Extracurriculars, I've been totally on the back burner too because of all my, uh, you know, the talent show I've been organizing. And I feel a little bad, but also like it is what it is. Um, Okay, let's go into education. I have an edit on TikTok from the Ireland's president. I want to play it. What's your opinion on homework? Homework? I think the time at home and the time at the school is an, is an education experience, and it should get finished to the school, and people should be able to use their, uh, their time for other, creative th- for other creative things. Now he's a very cute short man, and so other creative things. But what I'm saying, I totally agree with this man, because I feel like because of my homework, um, I have pushed down creativity and reading and uh, writing. I, I was in the middle... 30,000 words, which if you don't know, 30,000 words translates to 20,000 words is about 100 pages of a novel. Otis, is are they home? Why are you looking at the window? Give me a second. No one is even here. My dog is crazy. Okay. 20,000 20, words translates to about 100 pages in a novel. So I had like 150 pages of a novel written. Um, obviously it's my first draft, so it's, like, crappy, but that's what first drafts are. And I haven't written that since August, because, like, after my surgery, I didn't want to write in it, because I was like, you know what, let's enjoy the rest of the summer. And then school started, and school's so stressful. And I feel like I haven't been putting my creative outlets to use. Uh, I stopped posting my Lego account, which will be back, I promise. I have, like, ten posts ready. Like, it's, it's coming back, I promise. And once Mandalorian Season 3 on March 1st, it's coming back. Okay? So be ready. Be ready. I'm telling you. Okay. So what I'm saying, though, is creativity has been down. And I feel like I've seen this reflected across the school. I feel like people are so fixated on getting these things done. And then when we get home and... Like, some of us have sports or debate. Like, on, I go to debate till, like, 6 o'clock. I get home at 6.15, eat dinner. By the time it's 6.45, after I've eaten dinner, like, gotten to cozy clothes, study a bit, it'll be 8 o'clock. I, I'm so tired. I don't want to write in my book or read 100 pages. Reading used to be re- relaxation to me, but it needs to be relaxation. Uh, it can't be your sole relaxation. Reading cannot be your only way to relax. Sorry, I'm walking in this floor squeaky, so it's... Um, so, you need to... That's what I'm saying. It's, I feel like homework and all these massive tests really pushes us down and really draws this creativity out of us. If you've seen that that political cartoon and it's all these fun, colorful kids like in a park... Um, going through this machine, and then on the other side, they're all gray and sad, like, once they get out of this machine. And it's really like that, and I, I just, I feel like school is really built to push us out so that we can get jobs and go to the colleges that we want to go to or work the trades that we want to trade. And I feel like it's just... It's so tiring to be always told this stuff. And sure, I put some of this stuff on myself, like in my own experience with like being a class president, which I ran for, or uh, being the editor of The Crier, which I signed up for or applied for. I mean, and, you know, debate, which I chose to do, and all these things which I choose to do. Sure, but 
Let's look at this like narrative. If you want to be successful, you need to be go to a good college. To get to a good college, you need to have all these extracurriculars. That's what the narrative is. That's what people tell you. That's what's in the counselors tell you. That's what's on the papers. That's what's on the acceptance like requirements. That is what they're pushing. And this is already so bad for me right now, like my 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 mental health from school and all this stuff. But imagine next year when we have PSATs and SATs and studying for like whatever the ACT is and all this stuff. Imagine that and college applications the year after. Are you kidding me? They're pushing us through the system and it's feeling so dehumanizing. I wait, I feel like personality is being drained. Um, I feel like it's just it's just becoming so numb to like school and it's just it's really gotten to the point where it's like burnout for me. And like, I'm, I, you know, for the first half of the year, I was doing my homework, like all the homework for the week on Monday night. It was perfect. I had the whole rest of the week to be resting. Now, uh, <laughs> it's being done on the day before, or if not the, the morning of the night, it needs to be too. And sure, that's recently because of extraneous circumstances with organizing the talent show, which people don't realize how much work that was. But anyway, it's still, even with those extraneous circumstances, I still feel like even after the talent show, I'm still doing that. So I need to reset. That's what this semester is going to be good for me. It's the perfect timing. But that's what I'm just saying is like you look at Finland. They're going to school for four hours a day for four days a week. Their test scores, their mental health, their um, teen suicide rates, their uh, you know graduation rates, all these things are so much better than the United States. And it's because they have less schoolwork. It's, it, you would think more schoolwork and being school at more makes you smarter, but really um, limiting it actually makes kids, when they're at school, more productive for one. Um, outside of school, channeling their creative aspects, channeling their um, athletic aspects, uh, which further reflects better on their schoolwork, too. If you, I mean, if you, there's, like, all the science behind it. Um, if you want to do a deep dive, like, just look up... Um, I don't... Here, let me just make sure I'm not bullshitting. Finland. Like, Finland education system... Um, and like Scandinavia education better than US you're going to get like some some good um from like the Smithsonian like they have um 93% of Finns graduate from academic or voc vocational high schools 17.5 percentage points higher than the US um, there's just a, a bunch of things that prove why Finland's being at school for less is better. And people will be like, oh, well, the income disparity, that's not true. Um, you know, in the U.S., people will bring up the excuse that, you know, many, many people are, uh, have less income, um, which leads them to, you know, but worse money, less money going to schools. But in Finland, they get so many immigrants from the Middle East and from the Caucasus region um, that they have not as much low income, but a good amount. And I just, I just think that our school system is wrong. I, th I don't, 
want to be the person to have to fix it. I'm not trying to say I think I could do a better job. I'm just saying there are some things that are very wrong with it, and I think they're putting us out uh, to work. And I don't like that that is, it feels like it's our sole purpose. And so I just noticed I need to like take a step back from things. Um, one second. Guys, my dog keeps, like, jumping. Oh, my God. Okay. I think I just need to take step back, take a step back from some things right now. Um, like my, some of my extracurriculars. We had an issue with the Crescent Crier. Um, the issue, Maya left in half of my article from last issue and was like, oh, it's fine, it'll fill the article, but it's, like, cut in half, and it's a really weird ending. And then it makes me look bad, but I was like so like uh, like just done with it, like all school and extracurriculars that I didn't say anything. <sighs> I think what I've realized right now is I haven't been in nature like in nature for a while, and that might be a stem of my problems because nature has the answers for everything. This has been a common theme in every single, um, in many many pieces of mo- movie, media, books, literature, all that thing. And I kind of want to get out. I this spurred my image because I have this revolving uh, like screen. I'm gonna whisper the name because it'll turn on. It's like an Alexa, but with a screen. Oh my god, it turned on. Okay, it's gone. Alexa. It's like one with a screen, and it revolves pictures from like albums, um, like while it's idle. And uh, one of was from the Tetons of me kayaking on the the uh, lake, what, whatever the big lake is in front of the Tetons. And it just it's just making me miss nature. So I think that's an answer. So maybe I'll go on a long hike on the winter uh, or on the uh, semester. Goodness gracious, someone got a text and it freaked me out. Text from Christine Goff. They won. Such an intent. Okay, my brother won his basketball game. Okay. I think I'm going to end it around here just because I feel like I'm losing ideas and I should have written things down in the beginning. But I hope, sorry, this is probably not the best podcast episode and I apologize, but um, um, I'll, you know, I'll have better ones in the future. Goodness gracious. Um, But yeah, my answer to you guys is uh, lay back. It's fine. Okay, it's just cool. Okay. Stress can come down. Go out in nature, read some books, draw some drawings, write some books. And everything is going to pan out. It's all going to work. It's all going to um, come to the the, the vision. Um, Maybe not your vision, but the vision of... Um, the vision of, uh, you know, the creator, not to get religious, but whatever creator there is, is, or whatever, um, you know, major force in the universe, they have a plan for you, and, uh, you know, it's shaping out. Um, so I think that, 
we just need to realize everything's going to be fine. So, with that, I am going to start studying more because that's probably what I need to do. Um, considering that I have two t three tests tomorrow, that's ridiculous. So finally, I'm going to end um, this with a goodbye, and I, I uh, love you all. Um, I understand people are tired, and so as a friend and as, you know, a student leader, um, I am there for every single one of you guys and what you need, and so I hope that you have a good Tuesday and a good end of the week. Um, yeah, okay, goodbye. How do I... Adiós.